Let's go to Brad Foster across the ditch now. And Brad, hi there. Hi, Jesse. Been pretty shocked by this coverage of the um, the bus crash in New South Wales. Uh, yeah. Any further news on that one? Well, as, as Marama just said in your 2 p.m. Uh, news update, the the 58 year old driver here he appeared in court this morning, charged with uh, various offences, and he was released on uh, strict bail conditions. Now it remains unclear how the crash happened, although. New South Wales police are saying, uh, they told reporters this morning actually, that um, they, they're going to allege or they're alleging that speed was a factor in the incident. Um, uh, the police acting commissioner, David Waddell, said police will allege the bus driver was operating in a manner that was inconsistent with the conditions as he entered the roundabout to turn onto the Hunter Expressway. And apparently there was quite heavy fog in the area and... Um, my sister happened to be down from Coffs Harbour over the weekend and she uh, headed back home Monday morning and she rang me just before she got home and said there was a lot of fog um, about an hour or so north of uh, Sydney, which is where uh, the Hunter Valley is. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. And uh, it's it's just, I guess we we had a uh, our King's birthday weekend and we woke up yesterday morning to uh, this tragic news. Australia's worst bus crash in over 30 years, mm. Yeah, well, we we have had plenty of coverage of it over here, and that um, just that shot of the bus on its side, yeah, uh, and and you can only imagine what's happening inside. I know it's been quite a complicated sort of um, procedure post accident just to even recover the bodies. So we are thinking of you guys, um, yeah, the, and I guess it will stay in the news for for a while there. I'm sure. Yeah, and and you you have to feel for for the 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 people who got married. The, the Hunter Valley is a extremely popular um, uh, destination for weddings, but there aren't a lot of transport options on there mm-hmm. because a lot of the, the reception venues are at wine, small wineries, boutique wineries, and you have to work out how you're going to get from uh, those, uh, the reception yeah. areas, back to uh, wherever you're staying. Often um, the case with these, them in wine country, hey? Yeah, and these people were obviously being sensible. They uh, They hired a... A, a bus um, to get them back to where they were going, and um, sadly, uh, quite a few of them didn't make it. There's been some um, uh, reporting on the incredible work of some of the first responders on the yeah. scene. Um, they must have felt like they were entering a war zone when they arrived. Um, I know, and, just to uh, hear that, um, just to hear that emergency call too. The, the yeah. that guy trying to work out how to deal with what he'd come across. Yeah, and he was apparently, him and his uh, partner were only in their early 20s, um, and uh, I can't imagine uh, how I'd uh, how I'd respond, no. but I, I guess they are trained for that. So, uh, um, And then, uh, yeah, they, they had uh, ambulance and helicopters um, carrying about 25 people to uh, two or three hospitals around, the, the, uh, around New South Wales. So uh, I, we will hear more, Jesse. Okay, some uh, brighter news. It's whale season off the east coast of Australia, although actually it's not all plain sailing for the whales. No, uh, that's right. In the past week, a few whales have been caught in lines and floats, um, one near Wollongong, just south of Sydney, and one on the New South Wales central coast, uh, just an hour north of the city. Um, The humpback whale caught near Wollongong was freed after eight hours by volunteer crews. And I saw footage of rescuers trying to free the, the humpback whale on the central coast. They were basically chasing the whale in a little boat. I don't know, do you, do you say tinnies over there? Yeah, little, tinnies, yeah. 
a little tinny with holding a long pole which had a knife at the end and they were trying to cut the line um, and both rescues were hampered by fairly rough seas and other whales hanging around obviously concerned for their buddies but they got got them uh, out of the mess and uh, they're reportedly heading north once again there's something like 40,000 whales make the journey north each year. Yeah, each it's year. a real highway. We, we went off the, um, the Gold Coast once, actually, to, um, to go take a look at them. It's, they're pretty reliable. Yeah, yeah. This time of year they are, and uh, those people who, uh, who watch whales say that uh, the numbers are looking pretty good this year, so uh, that's good. They're all heading up to warmer, warmer water. I took three children and two of them were sick um, on the boat, so that was uh, it was just me, Dad of the Year, <laughs> catching projectiles, um, trying to replenish bags, mop people up, clean their clothes up, keep it off the floor. It was well, I mean I it was good that. when it was good, but I do remember it for probably the wrong reasons. Yeah. Well, hopefully you took some photos and they uh, <laughs> they they will yeah. remember. Yeah. Anything else <laughs> happening at the moment, Brad? In your part of the world? Uh, well, I mentioned um, uh, last Tuesday we were waiting for an announcement from the Reserve Bank on whether it was going to raise official interest rates. Well, they did. Uh, our, our official interest rate is now 4.1%, but I see that's still a fair bit lower than uh, yours, so I'm not sure how you guys are coping. Yeah, we move fast, fast <laughs> and dramatically. But, yeah, I think you're just a little bit behind in the cycle because I think they, they said they're at least another, um, another 100 points ahead of you, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, I wish they'd stop. And I said that it was uh, it, it had gone up uh, twelve times in two years. It's actually twelve months. So okay. that's why that's why I can't keep contra- track of my own finances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what else is going um, on? Well, the Queensland government is a, is expected to announce in its budget today a commitment of three hundred and twenty million dollars to build five hundred new houses in a social housing pledge. Uh, with these houses ready by 2025. So that's good news for people who are struggling in Queensland. And uh, Queensland gets a lot of people moving from uh, Victoria and New South Wales every year. So they probably will, well, definitely will need that housing. Uh, And a first for our country, Australian Ange Postacoglu, Postacoglu, if I can say his name correctly, he'll be the first Aussie to manage an English Premier League football side after being signed to Tottenham Hotspur for the coming season. So that's um, that's exciting. Um, and apparently uh, his team will be coming down to uh, Australia in July to play a few games. So uh, we'll be uh, looking forward to seeing that. Where did he come from? Who's he coached before the Premier League team? Well, he coached. Um, he was coaching Celtic, the Scottish Premier League team um, for the past year and they did very well uh, and then he was at a few of the A-League teams, Melbourne City maybe or Melbourne Victory um, and also perhaps Brisbane Raw um, So, and he was a player himself back in the day um, but he has a very uh, attacking uh, coaching style and not everybody likes it but um, apparently the Celtic um uh, community aren't happy that he's leaving um, to go to Tottenham Hotspur, but I'm sure he's uh, he's um, couldn't uh, resist um, the uh, the money that was being offered. Yeah, and, and now Australia has a EPL team to barrack for. Good for you, Brad. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Okay, Jesse. Brad Foster, our Australian correspondent.